What's up, y'all? Respect the Chat Podcast, episode 104. Mike is here. Ryan has joined us fresh off of Pittsburgh. Yo. Rich is here. What's going on, everyone? Frankie's out food shopping, so we're going to try to fill in for him or something like that. (laughs) Whatever he's busy doing, that guy. Um, Crazy two weeks. We haven't, you haven't heard from us in two weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Got a little busy. I tell you guys all the time, we just got some lives going on. So we're trying our best to get as many episodes out as possible. In the meantime, I did find out that I'm having a boy. So I am a dad and I'm going to have a boy. The gender reveal yesterday popped a balloon and it was blue. Let's go. So we got a boy coming nice. along our way. Um, I would release the name, but my wife doesn't want me to release the name to the world <laughs> yet though. Baby boy P. That's it. So some, go. some family members know we're going to stick with it. We're going to roll with it. But uh, very excited for me and my family. And we're all family on this podcast. So we've all gained a new boy into the family. Very cool. Um, both Rich and Ryan are uncles Let's go. to this boy. So that's, Let's go. that's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, the Miami Heat versus the Los Angeles Lakers last night. 3-2 to two the series is now. The Lakers lead 3-2. to two. Jimmy Butler played 47 unbelievable minutes last night to bring his team um, to within one game of tying the series, which me and Ryan were talking a little earlier this morning. If they tie the series, hold on to your pants. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Jimmy Butler, 35 points, 12 rebounds, and 11 assists. What a crazy game. Um, He had some help from Duncan Robinson, who had 26 points. Bam Adebayo had 13, 4, and 4. Kendrick Nunn had 14 points. Tyler Hero, 12 points. Jay Crowder, 11. So, nice team effort. Jimmy went off. Jimmy needed to. A nice triple-double. Yeah. Um, and quickly, LeBron had 40, 13 rebounds and 7 assists. And Anthony Davis, 28 points, 12 rebounds and 3 assists. Um, and then the next highest scorer was uh, uh, Coldwell Pope with 16. Oh, jeez. So, the Lakers, o- Lakers only had two guys. A bunch of bums. And I said team. it. They're the most boringest, so wackest boring. team I've ever seen in my life. Yep. Besides... LeBron and AD, and if LeBron and AD don't have top tier games, mm-hmm. they lose this. They lose a bunch of games. They and obviously lost this last last night. But and, and I'll go a step further and yeah. say, if AD isn't having a spect- spectacular game, I I think that if you switch those stat lines around and AD was the one with forty, and LeBron is the one with twenty eight, as weird as it sounds, I think they win that game, just because okay. he. That means that they're running the ball through him. They're running the offense through him, and that's just so hard to stop. No team we've seen them play yet has had an answer for that. The Heat have done the best job so far. But LeBron's going to get his. Everyone knows that. But when he becomes more of a distributor and AD is their main scorer, that's when they're their most dangerous. And I think the Heat have sort of figured that out a little bit in these past two games, mm-hmm. past few games at least. And, uh, you know, they're playing really tough. They're oh, playing them really well. And the Heat lost um, Bam. Right. I went, is that his first name? Bam. Yeah, Bam Adebayo. Adebayo. First, like, three games, correct? Yeah, he or played He played the first game, got hurt uh, in the first half. Missed the next Missed the two. second and third game. Mm-hmm. And then came back. Uh, game four was a little little slower in the fourth game, but he looked he looked better. At the, you the think, end of you, you the think that game? has something to do with last night's, too? You know, with Bam being back and getting back in the flow of the team? I think he's a huge part of that team and that offense and defense. You know, he, he's mm-hmm. a great player for them. Definitely, because he can play. He that's the one thing you can put him on anybody. He can play one through five defensively, and uh, but it, for me, it's just the fact that Jimmy Butler's kicked in that extra gear. Mm-hmm. I think that even with Bam back, uh, if Jimmy was playing like he was, which he's been playing spectacular the whole bubble, 
but there's just something about this finals. He's just kicked it into that extra gear that some people, like a lot of people knew he had, but just wasn't sure yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's showing it. It's crazy. The I mean, tough thing, because um, I want Miami to win, but the tough thing to look at sometimes and to see is that Jimmy has to have a really a triple-double for them to win these games yeah. as much as Anthony Davis dominating the stat line compared to LeBron for, in order for them to win because – their bench, I don't think their bench is great, and their shooting hasn't been great at all. Mm-hmm. The outside guys Pope had points this last game, but where's um, Green? Where, Nowhere. You know, where, <laughs> where, where are these guys that, yeah. uh, that extend the floor um, for, for the Lakers, for then for AD to get that ball into the low post or get a couple jump shots you know, at, at, the, at the top of the key or so, and, and LeBron to navigate his way to the hoop. So as much as those guys, the Lakers, need LeBron and AD – Anthony, um, Jimmy Butler can't just be the only guy scoring. Yeah. So if Bam could, it can Bam could score twenty a game, up those rebounds a little bit. The assists I don't really care about, but um, the rebounds more than four rebounds is going to be needed, especially on the defensive end. Yeah. That would be huge if it, you know, and give Jimmy just a little bit of a, a break on some of those offensive possessions. But that being said. I think if Jimmy goes and scores 35, that means that that means that they are grinding Miami, and then they're yeah. playing their type of ball, and no one can be stop Jimmy Butler. I don't believe anyone could stop Jimmy Butler because he doesn't even shoot threes. He just no. he takes the ball and he he scores. He's, right, he does. He's so creative. He's putting people in foul trouble yeah. as well, which he did last mm-hmm. night. He got to the line a lot of times. I don't have it here, but he got to the line a lot of times last night and put in those buckets. I just want. Um, so we can get free throws. Miami had hit 21 of 22. Wow. Um, the Lakers hit 18 of 21. Mm-hmm. So Miami shot 95% from free throw, from the free throw line, and um, the Lakers shot 85%. Three pointers though. Miami went 14 for 33, and the Lakers went 14 for 38. Yeah. Uh, and then they both shot pretty similar. 45% from the field for Miami, 46%. Well, that game was for the right Lakers. There. What was yeah, the was final score? 106 to 101? Something it was like that? 111, 108. Something. But uh, the last two points were free throws. Okay. So it was 109, 108. Lakers had the last possession to win the game. And that's uh, just like a. That's what the big thing is right mm-hmm. now. What, what that possession meant to them and yeah. what they did wrong in that possession, what they did right. So that's a debatable thing. I heard something that LeBron, once again, Dish the ball off instead of making the last shot. Yeah. Or, go, or at least being the one taking that, that last shot. Yeah. A lot a lot of people's criticism of him is that he shies away from the big moments. And this is I felt like just watching it, it's the right play, but when whenever you're playing like at a, the high, I don't know what it's like at the highest level, but whenever you're playing competitively and you have like a coach and all that, the coach always tells you one thing and that's to know your personnel. And Danny Green has been shooting horrifically mm-hmm. this entire series, if not the entire bubble. And you, I know you draw the double team, the triple team, and that's the right basketball play to make. You got to trust your teammates to make the shots. But this dude can't hit, can't hit anything. Yeah. And he dishes it to him, and he breaks it. But the Markeith Morris uh, <laughs> offensive rebound lob to nobody is my problem with the whole thing. What what is he doing? I don't know. What is he doing? And LeBron's standing wide open. Yeah, it looked like he was trying to throw it in the post to, I believe, that was Anthony Davis. I think that was down there. And just overshot him terribly. Mm -hmm. At that point, just put the ball up for a shot. You know, take the shot Let him grab the rebound. Yeah, Yeah, there's plenty of time left. 
And that's the thing, too. You get the rebound. I don't think you dribble it too much in that situation, Markeith Morris. You just got to get that thing up and give your team maybe another shot because you have the size of grabbing another rebound again. Um, I know LeBron driving on that last drive after I watch it and there's three guys crashing on him. As soon as he gets into that paint, he's got the third guy, Bam, filling in in that spot there. Um, From a basketball standpoint, I just see LeBron driving, you know, pulling back, maybe a step back, put it through the legs and pull up at a jumper right after, right at the free throw line or so, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and trying it to, to end the game that way because they're going to crash on them. Maybe yeah. maybe even go right through them and get the foul. That's what I'm you saying. Know? Why maybe, not try to get the foul? What is that noise? A lawnmower. Yeah, yeah, sounds like it. They might not be able to hear. We're good. Okay, good. Because we're. This is what happens when we when, when we record out of a Holy garage. Holy smokes! Whoa. In the so, middle of the woods in yeah, in yeah. Dingman's Ferry, PA. So very competitive game. Um, I wanted it to be a competitive series. It started getting wild there in the beginning. The Lakers looked like they were going to run over Miami. Miami now gets it to a three-two game. Very very close to making it three-three. And if it's three-three. And it goes to a game seven. It's anyone's game. Yeah. It's anyone's game. I think Miami's figured it out a little bit. I think their coaching has been there. Every game has looked good. So the mm-hmm. first Does game. Does it help that what's his name used to coach LeBron? So he might know. Eric Spolstra? I think it could. I think mm-hmm. that might be a lot because a lot of people were saying that. I think it might be a little like overhyped just mm-hmm. because Spolstra is a great coach regardless. So. I think if there's any superstar on the other end, he's going to have something drawn up for them. Yeah. But I do think that maybe there's a little bit of, you know, like a revenge. People saying he was only good because of LeBron. He mm-hmm. only has championships because of LeBron. But for me, they started that series, the Heat. They were winning the first game by like 16 points in the first half. Goran Dragic goes down with an injury. Bam goes out with an injury. They end up going down like 32 points mm-hmm. in the second half. Claw their way back a little bit, but it was garbage time at that point. Second game, they fought hard with pretty much nobody on the Mm -hmm. team. But they were shooting a decent percentage in all these games. They've been close in pretty much every game. But once they got one win under their belt, I feel like they feel like they can do it. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. It's a good series. Oh, yeah. Sometimes that's all it takes, you know, is getting that win and giving yourself that confidence. Mm -hmm. You know? So, who knows? I don't want to make too much of losses in in these situations, but – what if LeBron loses this series? Ooh. What happens? What's the narrative the next day? What is ESPN, Fox, NBA Network, every single other media <laughs> outlet in the I world? Don't even now know. what are they saying? I don't know. I could see it going one of two ways. Okay. One being LeBron had the easiest opponent in the finals that probably anyone's ever had in terms of on paper, mm-hmm. right? Not saying the Heat are easy, right? but on paper, few superstars, stuff like that, a rookie. Mm. So how, how come he can't win against a team like that? Or I see the other side of it being, you know, pandemic, the bubble, can't see your family, stuff like that. Mm. This might be the hardest finals anyone has ever had, no home field advantage, mm-hmm. home court advantage, nothing like that. So I've heard just from, like, the media mm-hmm. news outlets and stuff, I've heard both sides of it where it's like, Okay, well, LeBron, you got to come out and win this because you got no KD, no Steph. Kawhi got knocked out for you. Guys mm-hmm. like the big name, Giannis got knocked out for you. Guys yeah, like that with the yeah. big names, and now you're facing Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. And you have AD. Right, exactly. So there's that narrative, and there's, I don't know, this year's kind of funky. 
who knows what people are going yeah. through. So it's definitely a funky year. It's definitely feels a lot weirder now. Mm-hmm. All all playoffs and even when they first got to the bubble, it was I didn't really notice a difference. I was so happy basketball was back. The playoffs were unbelievable. I think these are some of the best playoffs, yeah. honestly, that I've seen in a long time in basketball. Um, because I think it's just pure basketball. And I've said this before on other podcasts before. I think when the fans are there, there's a, there's obviously a huge influence and there's a huge amount of, I don't know if it's pressure, because I know these guys get paid a lot of money and that's what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. play under the pressure. But it's just like, now you can miss a couple shots yeah. and that's okay. You know, then you can get into a rhythm. Now you don't got people hackling you or the refs worrying about calls and what the fans are going to say and all this stuff. Guys traveling and being tired and everyone's getting rest. Everyone's getting food. Everyone's getting walking to the arena, getting the same. The the, the playing field is equal. That's why I like this. This is equal. We took all outside factors out. We got to see what that's like. It's the equivalent to a vacuum in in like science and stuff like that. Completely neutral. And we see what you get, where you go from there. Exactly. So now the thing is, mm-hmm. on a completely neutral site, the supposedly greatest player since Michael Jordan is obviously playing unbelievable. The guy's having a triple-double almost every game. Yeah. The guy's playing a ton of minutes. The guy's 35, 36 years old. He still looks like he's very young. But it's... And, and he's competing year after year after year after year. But it's just like not being able to close people out. Mm-hmm. Agree. You know? Like, where's the close out yeah. at this point? You know what I'm saying? Agreed. Where is AD? And if you want to be called the best ever, you have to come up big in, yeah. in championship games. What's his record? Three. He's three for... Six. Three for six, right? I goes, think he, if he goes three for seven. Oh. He's won three. I think yeah. the argument of him being better than Jordan is kind of over. Not over for me. That's over I mean, a me. lot of people already think it is, yeah. but I think this will definitely... What's That's the, all for me. What's the what? fancy word to use there? Like, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. It'll push it over the threshold of people yes. who are on the on the fence about it. Mm-hmm. You know, let's see what he does. I think this will. This is a make it or break it type. As, as hard as that is to say, you win this one, you silence a lot of people. You mm-hmm. lose this one, you give people a lot to say. Yeah. And if you're trying to get that title of greatest of all time, you don't want to give anyone anything to say about you. You right. want to go out there, like you said, you want to close it. Yes. You got to close it. And last night, they had, he had that opportunity again. Yeah. I think he should have drove the, drove, drove the lane and, and at least get a foul. You yeah. know, yeah. at least you're putting up the shot. You miss right. it. You're not going to hear too much about it. Mm-hmm. Or since you're LeBron James, you get calls all the time. You might get one. And, mm. and like, that's your team. You put the, you put the series on your shoulders. Mm. And a lot of people will say one thing or another about, oh, he had three guys on him. We look at Kobe, right? Mm. You think Kobe's taking that shot? I do. 100%. He's yeah. taking that shot, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's because people always critiqued him for that too. Oh, you got a guy standing wide open. Mm. That's your team. This is yeah. your series. Mm-hmm. You're the one going for your legacy. I know it's a team sport. You got to trust your teammates, but you got to take that shot. Mm-hmm. Agree. And in, in a slightly bit of LeBron defense, which I don't normally do, <laughs> it's like, bro, hit the shot. I'm kicking it out to you. Yeah, he's wide You're open. Wide open. He's got one job. You know, th- that's his game. Like, if we it expect, is. keep expecting, and not even, if we keep expecting LeBron James to take the final shot, we're almost insane. 
we yeah. keep expecting the same result. You know how you, mm-hmm. what's yeah. that saying? Yeah, keep insanity doing the same. is expecting the same result, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Right. We yeah. can't keep doing that. We can't keep saying, you should have took it. We can't keep saying, <laughs> right. you got it, because he doesn't. But at the same time, you pass it to Danny Green 20 times a game and he misses a shot. Now that's who's really insane? <laughs> there we go. He is. LeBron <laughs> is. So it's back on him. So that's where I think over the years he needed to adjust mm-hmm. was, okay, I've seen the result of what this looks like. Right. I've seen what's going to happen. And I think that starts when he's dribbling that ball, you know, in, in, at, at like half court or so, right. where it's like, okay, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not passing the ball. Regardless right. if Danny Green's wide open or this guy's wide open, that I'm taking this shot. So I'm gonna either drive, pull back, and hit this, or I'm going straight through. If they could, if they close on me, and I'm going to the hoop. That's what I feel like some of, because I don't. I think he's one of the greatest players. But that's what some of those end of the game greatest players yeah. do. The they they put the situation in their head right in the moment, and they go. But it's ending with them. Right. I guarantee you, today he's sitting there thinking, "Dang." I should have took that shot. I think he's yeah. thinking that after every time he's Agreed. done that and passed the ball and missed Agreed. it. So now he's got to say, I'm not doing – that's not happening no Agreed. more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everyone in the huddle, even before or after or after the game, before the game, if it comes to the point of it's going to be a last shot, I'm taking it. Agree. Mm-hmm. So either crash the boards right. or get the heck out the way because I'm ending it, and it's on me, and I'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we'll see I what agree. happens. Um Football is in full effect, and we'll get to that in a second. But UFC is always in full effect. Oh, yeah. And everybody, please check out, if you don't get a chance to, on ESPN+, Plus, there is the making of Fight Island. There's like seven episodes, I think, or so. Dana White put this together with ESPN. It's how they picked the island, how they built the island, everything that went into it. Bro, it, I watched the first episode. It is so cool. They were going to a lot of different countries. And they were, it wasn't just Yaz Island first. They were going different places. Mike Tyson got in touch with a prime minister of a certain island. They wanted this to be in an island so that people can come in and out. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, let's, let's explore different islands. But he was telling all the uh, CEOs and big executives, you'll see them in the thing. You'll see all their names coming up and guys that are familiar from whenever he says. Like, they were like, he went to them and said, listen, I'm not laying one person off. Out of my 300 and something employees, not one person is taking a pay cut. Not one person is getting laid off. He said, so go home. After we figure this out, we'll call you back. But you will have a job. You will continue to get paid. It will not end. And all the employees were like, okay. They, 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 he gave them like the speech. Well, he left, and then he got all the executives. They got left. Then he got all the executives, and he said, listen. I have 600 fighters plus fighters. We need to start getting fights going. Where are we going to do it? They started in Jacksonville. They show you that. And then they pick, get the island and how that island was built and what the people of Abu Dhabi did to get that happening. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. That's bro. in the ESPN Plus thing you're talking yes. about. Yes. Okay. I'm Unbelievable. Check that out. Check that out, yeah, bro. For sure. It's, it's, uh, we got it's a good fight so tonight. Good. Really good fight tonight. Now, Ron, you got the fights of what we could run through yeah. just to pick a couple of them. The main event is a really good one. I like all the fights tonight. These are some of those guys who, through this time of UFC and not having anybody in attendance but fighting in the apex and going to um, Fight Island, like if, you wa- if you've watched UFC over the last six months, you're going to know the guys who fight tonight, and they're exciting. Okay. So we got uh, the main card starting at 8 tonight. Uh, first fight on that card is uh, Yusuf Zalal. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus Ilya Topuria. Let's from, go. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what flag that is, but uh, Zalal is the favorite, a mm-hmm. slight favorite, minus 150. 
Um, who you guys like in that one? I'm gonna go Zalal. You like Zalal? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, have in my head who I want to pick here. I'm going Zalal in that fight there. Zalal in the first one. How about you? I agree. Zalal. Yeah. Yeah, I like Zalal a lot. I was watching. Um, Dana White has uh, on his Instagram a lot before fights. He mm-hmm. shows who he thinks uh, is a fight on the card that maybe you don't know about. And this was one of his featured fights oh, where yeah. he has two guys who are just electric. The other guy, apparently, he's 8-0. He has eight finishes. He think it was five of them came in the first round. Dang. He comes out quick. Um, but I like Zalal. That being said, I like Zalal as well. Um, we'll go to the second fight. Uh, that's Tom Aspinall uh, versus Alan Baudot. Um, Aspinall's a heavy favorite, minus 650. Wow. These yeah. some big boys here, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. The heavyweights, yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I don't know who I want here. I, 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 I want to go with the favorite, but mm-hmm. something tells me that my man, <laughs> Whoa. Badu, what's his name? Bordeaux. Bordeaux. Alan Bordeaux. I'm going to go. French. I'm going with the Frenchie, man. The Frenchman. Let's go. I don't All know right. any of these guys, so I'm just going to flip a coin. Where are, <laughs> are you going on the flip? I'm going to go Aspinall. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, who that- you got? That's not a bad take. Aspinall. It's because that's, that's, that's a I huge think I've favorite. Seen him once. I, think, I think I've seen him fight once. He looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a huge favorite. I don't know what Baudot has to bring, but I'll, I'll go with Aspinall. I'll go out, with the He knocked favorite. out one ear on that tip, Rich. Oh. I saw that. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Aspinall. All right, so moving on to the third fight. Um, we got Marcus Perez uh, versus Driscus du- Duplessis. Duplessis oh uh, from South Africa. Uh, he's the favorite, minus 170. What are we like? I'm Perez going Perez. Is from Brazil. Going Perez? Yeah. I'm trying to look at what the 13, 12 and 3 is Perez. The other guy's 14 and 2. Yeah. Oh, man. I like the guy with the longer reach. So I'm going to go with Duplessis. Duplessis? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Duplessis as well. Okay. Uh, I once again I I've haven't seen either of these guys fight, no, no, but no. just looking at the statistics, looking at you know size and reach, like you said. Yep, this is one of those unique cards where you're just gonna you don't really know a lot of guys, yeah, and you don't really know what to expect, and that's when they're great. This is the one you want to watch though, this because is the next one time you see them fight, right. you'll be ahead of the game. But I've I've watched these numerous times. I know you've watched them before too. Where like I don't know a lot of the guys, right. and they're the best fights. Oh yeah, they're all knockouts. They're all submissions. They're all awesome. And you don't have that expectation where you're like, all right, right. I got this guy has to perform. This exactly. guy has to perform. You just go into it. Yeah. All right. So the oh, fourth boy. fight on this one is a he- another heavyweight belt. Uh, it's Ben Rothwell. Versus Marcin Tybura. Tybura is the underdog. Rothwell is the favorite, minus 140. Got to go Big Ben Rothwell. Ben Rothwell. He's never disappointed me, Big Ben Rothwell, man. You going the other guy, Rich? I'm going the other guy. I'm with Rich. I like Tybura a lot. Okay, okay, okay. I like him a lot. I saw saw him fight Island uh, a couple months ago, I think. This is this is some Ooh. heavy boys throwing, man. The big boys. Oh my gosh! And now we move, move ready, move on to the co-main. Yes. Yeah. All right, move on these, to the co-main. These are the good fights. Here's the, we get a little bit smaller here with the featherweights. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Edson Barbosa uh, versus Makwan Arkmani. Uh, Amir Khani, sorry. Uh, Barbosa is the favorite, minus two fifty. I'm going Barbosa. 
Nah, he's I'm, my favorite. I'm going Akmar. No way. Yeah, dog. He's taking a, that dude's taking a heel kick to the side of the head. That's what you may you may think, but I, this kid likes to throw a lot of hands, man. And I think he's gonna overwhelm Barbosa. I've watched this kid fight numerous times. Barbosa can come out and look really good. And then there's sometimes where he comes out and I'm like, <laughs> are you going to throw a punch? Are you going to throw a kick? Are you going to throw a combination? Are you right. going to do anything? And I think if this guy gets on him, overwhelms him. I'm like staying him. loyal with Barbosa. Okay. Marquand, I'll, I like can't Mar- go against him. I'm not a Barbosa fan, so. Hmm. Crazy, man. I, don't I showed, you, I like the, I showed you the highlights yesterday of this I've seen those highlights plenty of times before. Unreal. I'm not about that life. Put some respect on Barbosa. Mar- nah. What is that? Finland he's fighting out of? Finland? It looks like it. Whoa. Uh, I'm going to go first-round knockout, Barbosa. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's not going to happen. Uh-oh. I think it is. We, I don't know, we, we called two knockouts. We did. On the last on we did. couple. Very true. What was that? Was that the two podcasts ago? Two podcasts I, I believe ago. So. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. That was yes. for the Adesanya card. Yes. If we would have put money on both of those knockouts, we could have won some serious money. Oh, and yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> there we go. All oh, right. did you pick your winner? Um, I'm gonna go with Maquan as well. Yes, I'm gonna go. I like the underdog. I'm the lone wolf. Come on, let's hear it. (laughs) Come on, Rich. Just because I haven't seen him fight, and I have seen Barbosa fight, and just like you said, Mike, sometimes he comes out a little slow. Like you don't, you don't know what you're gonna get. Sometimes he'll be electric. Sometimes he'll sit there and watch the fight while he's fighting it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. All right, moving on to the main, the main fight. This is a fight, man. It's Marlon Moraes versus Corey Sanhagen. Sanhagen is the favorite, minus 145. Which is crazy to me. I agree. I was just uh, slight I favorite. just noticed yeah. that. All right. Sli- slight favorite, but Marlon Moraes, man, has fought killers. He has, right. and he's all, won. All his fights. Right. Um, and I just think is he's... Is he coming a, off an injury? Is that what it is? I believe so. Might be. It may, it may, and, and, a, and a loss, I believe, too. So, because he was supposed to get the title fight, but right. they gave it to um, Aldo, right? Yes, versus Peter Young. Yes, yes. yes. he beat yes. Aldo, yeah. but yeah. they thought Aldo actually won, so that's why Dana gave it to him anyway. Mm-hmm. Crazy, I, I, and, and I think Aldo did win that fight against Marais, Um, But oh man, it, 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 this division is a really exciting division, the bantamweight division. I mm-hmm. love it. Um, I think Marais wins. I think Marais just. It looks really, really smooth. He's fighting a guy in San Hagen who is a submission artist. As long as he doesn't go to the ground, I think Marais, which I think Marais can stay on his feet and keep this a, a fight, a striking match. Um, I think Marais wins, and I think he looks pretty good doing it too. Puts right. himself right in the position to fight, you know, not for the belt, but maybe, you know, a number one contender type thing very soon. Nice. Third round TKO Marais. Whoa. Whoa. Calling his shots here. Okay. That's okay. what we did. That's what we did last That's time. We did. Yeah, we got to take it easy with calling shots, though. <laughs> <laughs> keep calling shots every fight. Got to keep it calm. All right. But I like that. That's another. That's another underdog. So it's. Let's see. What's that? You, you said you liked Maquan, too? I like Maquan. You yeah. like underdogs on this yeah. one. You yeah. like Tybura on the third fight? All right. It's going to be a good one. Maybe we. If we will run a three fight parlay. Right. And we take Tyboon. Right? Is that his name? Taibura. Marcin Taibura. We yeah. take our boy. Maquan Maricani. And we take Marice. I like that. I like it. I like that. And we see what we get. Get some juice on there. Well, maybe we'll put if that only, on respect the bets. 
I'll throw it on respect the bets right. tonight. I like that. We like the podcast parlay. Here we go. All right. If only the podcast would get out in time so other people could take <laughs> it with us. But we'll come back and see if we if we did yeah. well. Well, maybe we can get Frankie to put it out right away. Whoa. He should be able to real quick. When, when, when he's at home, we'll put the we'll put the push through. Even better, we'll get on the phone through. and push it. Push through. it through, commission. Come right, on, though. Be, before we go real heavy with the NFL, yeah, I just think we have to give some respect to baseball. Yeah, and give the ALC okay. the ALCS and NLCS games. Mm-hmm. So the Astros are going to be playing the Rays. You got the Braves that are going to be playing the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I talked to you a little bit about it before. Pat, that's been on this podcast, huge baseball fan. I said, how crazy is it that the Astros are in this game and have an opportunity to play in a World Series after everything that went on last year? Absurd. They got lucky with COVID this year. You Mm -hmm. know, season got postponed. No fans. You know, people were waiting to be able to, like, boo this team. And they just just come into this year. They kind of skate under everything. Mm -hmm. They get lucky. They make it into the new uh, baseball playoff. Yeah. Uh, the bracket extra, thing what yeah. they had and here they are making a run could it, you imagine that's got to frustrate a lot, a lot of, of baseball, baseball fans, fans are very angry yes because yeah. they feel like they should have had they, they should have been suspended from any postseason activity mm-hmm. lost some picks lost you know some yeah. more stuff pat was saying yeah. and i think the other reason why baseball fans pure baseball fans want to see them be suspended for the postseason and maybe some losses or whatever it may be and i believe the dude who won the MVP, they're thinking about taking that back. Is that what Correa? I believe they already did when okay. he won when he won the MVP yeah. that year over uh, okay. Judge. Yeah, I, I think they took that away from him. And don't I think, quote me on that, but okay. I think they did. I, I think a pure baseball fan is more of like, well, the Astros are really good, and I don't want to play. <laughs> I don't want to play them because they are. They're very good baseball. Team. They are. They have a lot of very good baseball players. Right. And no matter whether they're stealing signs or not, which they clearly were, and they were clearly wrong, and they should have 100% been penalized for it mm-hmm. and weren't, but whatever. Well, they were. They just weren't penalized to what people were thinking they were going to be. Well, right. who, 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 who's the judge? You know what I'm saying? Like, should what, be the what, commissioner. Right. But what's, the, what's the penalty that's good enough? You know what I'm saying in this situation? What makes you feel like, okay, well— I'm satisfied with that. They got rid of everyone that was involved in that. Like the coach is gone. Mm-hmm. Beltran, you know, that was involved in that. Mm-hmm. Went to the Mets and the Mets ended up losing him as a manager. Yeah. You know, so, I mean. So that's what I'm saying. I think it's more the team is very talented and people don't want to play yeah. them. Don't want to see them there because whether they're stealing signs or not, they, um, they still make it to the playoffs and they still beat people and they could be in the World Series and they could win again. And it's kind of reminds me a little bit of the deflate gate. <laughs> of like they, they get cheated, to the and they, and they made it to the they get to the Super Bowl that year. They say that they're deflating these balls, yeah, and they win. And then they come back the next year. Brady and, has a four game suspension, still wins MVP, and they still win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and he wins it again. So it's like, man, this is a very. I kind of know how this one ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised. They're playing the Rays, who's a young team. They they play really well as yeah. a team. Yeah, they just beat the Yankees last night, which was a great game. But uh, Astros have the veteran players. They've been in this moment before. Yeah, I think yeah. I actually think the Astros win this series and go to the World Series. Really? Boy. Yes. I'm rooting for the Devil Rays. I think the Devil Rays win. Are they still called the Devil Rays, or are they just nah, the Rays just now? The just the Tampa Bay Rays. Rays. Whatever yeah, they, they call. Okay, the Tampa Bay Rays tells you how long I've <laughs> watched, really sat down and watched a game. Um, it has been a while since they haven't. Been. Right. 
There's oh been, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's been a long Since time. Since it's a Tampa Bay Devil it's race. It's probably been like ten Tampa years. Race? At least. Tampa yeah. Bay race. <laughs> At least. Yeah. Ten years. At least. Easily. Yeah. Oh dang, dog. <laughs> At least. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even know they even changed their name. I had no. Clue. It was like another one of those um, Washington Redskins. Yeah. Yeah. Football. Team. Were they pretty? What, what, yeah. When, when have they started becoming good? Last two like years, two, three years? No. Tampa's always been pretty decent. I mean, They've always given the Yankees trouble. Mm. They've always given the Yankees trouble. They won a World Series not that long ago. Oh, yeah. probably. Uh, that's when what's-his-name was there. Eric Longorio and all them, remember? Oh, boy. Was that, was that early 2000? That might have been a while ago, Oh, come ago, on, actually. dog. All right, so it's at least yeah, 10 right. years. It's been, been a while. Long time World ago. Series. Yeah, I know that fact, at least the most. But um, I think Tampa wins. I do. And yeah? With, okay. with the fact of being saying I know how this one ends and the Astros and them playing the system, and win, I, right. I think Tampa wins. And they look I, good. Yeah, and I want um I want uh, the Dodgers to win on the other end because I I love the Dodgers, man. I'm a Do- I I consider myself mm-hmm. a Dodger fan because of just you know Joe Torre going over there and Don Mattingly being being over there with being managers. I like Mookie Betts. And the Dodgers used to be a Brooklyn team. Right. You know, it's just like it has like that mojo to it. You know, I can never excuse me whoever listens to this that thinks. Otherwise, I just can never root for the Yankees, man. I I don't know what it is. Right. I don't mind you them. Don't have to I'm not me. a person who's like I. <laughs> I was hate, born in Yankee I Stadium. I don't hate the Yankees. <laughs> I don't hate them. Don't get me wrong yeah. at all. Not even close. I just can't get myself to root for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if they win, I got no problem with that. But yeah. it's not. I'm not gonna be like the Yanks. You know what I'm saying? That's I not hear. me. It's That's Yankees. not me at all. But I got no problem with it whatsoever. I got no problem. And now that I got a son, my son wants to be a Yankee fan. I got no problem with it, man. I really don't. It's got to be. Got no problem with it. Can't be a Tampa Bay Devil Ray fan now because they don't exist. Because they don't exist anymore. <laughs> he will be a Ravens fan though. No, he will whoa, not. Whoa, no, we will not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow that down. But who do you want to pick your winner? Of the what? Of the ten, of the. Uh, I think the, the Dodgers. I think it's be Astro Dodgers. Astros Dodgers. Who you got? Um, who are the Dodgers playing? Again? The Braves. Braves. Dodgers, Braves. Braves are oh good. wow, my man, they're in right field. Yeah, center field, whoever he plays. Can't remember. His. I got yeah Acuna. Acuna Junior. Junior. Yeah, my I got dog. the I got Braves Rays. Braves Rays. Yeah. Right, Braves Rays. I got Rays uh, Dodgers. Dodgers, and you got Astros Dodgers. We'll figure out who Frankie's got. He's we'll still see. sour about the Yankees. <laughs> um, let's jump into the pro pick'em. Here we go. Pick'ems. Now we're talking. In a couple minutes, and then we'll lay a little fantasy football down knowledge for you right after that. Let's could you all... could you re-ask those questions you've been asking on every fantasy? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Every, every, all right, good. Yeah, yeah we're going to continue. I yeah, like so. that, yeah, the weekly. 100%. Um, good. So I, so I, I, I'm, a little, uh, I'm a little angry, so I want to okay, vent a little bit. You want to let it rip for a second. Let's just go to scores here. We got Ryan in first with 41 points. Here we go. Come on. Starting to run away with it here. Come on now. I, Mike P., that's myself. 35 points, second place. Cousin Al with 30 points in third place. Rich in fourth place with 30. PH, triple zero, 43. <laughs> also known as Pat with 29 points. And Frankie is the lone wolf in sixth place with 25. Ooh. Goodness gracious. We got to get him going. So Rich broke down the numbers for us last night. Right. <laughs> and according to these numbers, Rich, according to the analytics of the um, pro pickums. Here we go. Frankie boy is winning six out of ten games. Six out of sixteen. So he's going oh six, six wins, ten losses every week per week per week on, on average. average on average. Yep. Goodness. And Ryan's going ten wins, six losses oh per my. week. That that gives you the, 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 the and we're like eight, like eight wins. Okay, fifty fifty. 
So not there bad. in the middle there. Yeah. Frank's got to step it up, Frank. Figure it out. Start picking with your heart and start picking with your mind. Yeah. Okay? In Stop the hating. Goodness gracious. First game, Rich, you can go over these because you know how I mess up the, the spreads. But let me just say, Tampa Bay versus Chicago. I don't know what the line was. It's not there anymore. I think it was anymore. minus three and a half. Tampa. Oh, could have been. Okay. I, so it was around Three that. and a half, four and a half. It, yeah. Because I think it changes around game time. So, like, this app continuously updates, which is cool, depending what the odds are. Because when I looked at it earlier in the week, mm-hmm. it was three and a half. But then I looked at it Wednesday, mm-hmm. and it was four and a half. Okay. So I think they try to keep up to date with, you know, the Vegas odds and yeah. stuff like that. So I think it closed at three and a half. I think you're right, Rich. Okay. I had Tampa. I took a loss. Rich. I had Tampa. Took a loss. And I had Chicago. And I took Ryan a W. And took a dub. I don't, Frankie, I don't, most likely didn't bet against Tom Brady. I wouldn't think going against his, but you never know with him. Frank took Chicago. There you go. See? So because he, he hates Tom Brady. Okay. That makes you, sense. So, so what you could do is after the game's are done, you can click on the person oh, yeah, and, and it'll, see it'll what they you. picked. So Frank oh, okay. took Chicago. Okay, cool. Me and him were the only ones this week okay. that took Chicago. All right, Rich, run down them. Let's see what we got here. All right, so the first game, you got the Panthers at uh, the Falcons. The Falcons are giving two and a half. I'll jump it off. I got Carolina. I got Teddy Bridgie. I got Mike Davis. Ooh. I got Robbie Anderson. I, like I got it. the Carolina Panthers winning this game. I like that they're getting points. Atlanta still, to me, I, I think Atlanta's broken. Mm-hmm. You think so? At this point right now. I think their redemption should have came last week, and it didn't. Um, I think that they put up a lot of points, and that's great. Their defense is very weak. Um, their offense is not at all on the same page, I don't think. Julio is banged up, I think, more than people want to admit. Amelia, he wants to admit or the Falcons want to admit, so I'm going Carolina. I'm going Falcons. I think this is the week they finally get a win. They have to. How many weeks have you said that? Though? Every <laughs> single week. Right, okay. So that's Every why I'm week. not saying it anymore. I'm, I'm rolling with them one more week, so I think they could get a win this week. They're at home. I think they get Gurley more involved. It's a division game, so these guys know each other very well. So I think, I think Atlanta gets the, the W this week. Okay. This is the one game that I've been flip-flopping all week. Um, because I sat there and I watched Atlanta fail to cover seven points against uh, uh, the Packers on Monday. Mm-hmm. And Carolina, did I say Atlanta failed to cover? Yeah, Atlanta yeah. failed to cover. Then I watched Carolina look pretty good last week, beat the Cardinals. Um, so I started with Carolina, but I also, I'm going back to Atlanta right now. I think that there's just full desperation mode mode at this point. Um I just think that they have weapons. They have offensive weapons. Their defense is terrible, a lot of injuries. But I, I just think that Carolina, I, if they get into a shootout, I don't think that Carolina can keep up. Agree. All right, so next game we got Buffalo at Tennessee. This game's moved to Tuesday night, yeah. 7 o'clock, as long as everything goes well with uh, with all the players coming back negative with the mm-hmm. test. Right. Uh, this is basically a push a – push, uh, no, so what it is is don't they don't. They didn't release yet, the yeah. line. Yet. Okay, so, so they're not a, sure. Not a push, a pick them. I meant to say. Yeah. So it all <laughs> depends which okay. Tennessee Titans are so this, playing. So this will have to kind of. We'll yeah, you have to wait and okay. see what the spread is. But I but, think I don't think there is a single spread that I'm gonna take Tennessee on. Though. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go the, Buffalo. Yeah. yeah, I'm going Buffalo. They're playing too good. The defense too good. is playing really good. Um, 
Kyle Allen, uh, Josh Allen is playing amazing football, playing MVP like football. Um, Diggs is playing good. Beasley's playing good. They got John Brown back. They got a little bit of a run game. Buffalo is exciting. Yeah, I'm happy about Buffalo. All Buffalo's here. Yep. Okay. All right. Next game, the Raiders are at Kansas City. Kansas City's giving 13. I got to go to Raiders, and I hate betting against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, but I got to go Raiders because they're getting 13. 13. But it's in Kansas City. I understand. There's no fans, though. I I think the Chiefs found that. That groove. I think I think it took them a little while. What groove, and, though? I want to just talk about this. What okay. groove have they found? Because I think the Chiefs are a very good team, but they have proven that they don't need to necessarily hit a groove or they don't know what a groove is. They just adjust. Agree. They adjust like because last drive week by very, drive, game by yeah. game. They could yeah. be losing. They could be winning. They could look good. They could not look good. That's you very true. Duff- they just win games. Yeah, they just win. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think they're the Chiefs where – Week after week, they're putting up points consistently, and they're running through teams. Then I say, whoa, 13 points. Yeah, definitely, I'm going Kansas City. I get but that. when I'm now watching them, I'm saying, you're giving a team that they're playing 13. Vegas, Derek Carr's playing decent. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs, I think he's a little banged up, but he's still playing very well. Um, I think I think Darren Waller, who me and Rich made a trade about. I'm excited um, to have him. In a different league, not the family fantasy Football League, but go. a different one. The Milford um, Mofos. The Milford Mofos. Shout out to Josh and them. I just think that the Raiders can hang in there with a team like Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I I'm I first was leaning Vegas, like mm-hmm. Mike is saying, but I like I like the Chiefs here. I think that okay. they just have too many Good. weapons. I need you to take those teams anyway, so I can start getting so you up can on start that anyway. creeping up. <laughs> perfect, All right, perfect. I like the I like Kansas City here. I, think I got Mah- Kansas City. Yeah, I think Mahomes and crew do enough. All right, next game you got Arizona at the New York Jets. The Jets are starting Joe Flacco this week. Sam Darnold's hurt. Oof. Um, what's first of all before we even pick this? What's going on with Arizona? What do you mean? I don't know. I feel like Arizona should be better than what they've been this year. No, I agree with you. They look complacent on offense, I mm-hmm. think. I think they feel like they're good, and then they go out there and they're like, okay, we'll score next drive. We'll score next drive. And they just seem complacent on the offensive end. But they got to spread the ball. Christian Kirk last year was a beast. Mm-hmm. And this kid, I think he has like seven receptions all year. Mm-hmm. You, well, got, I- you, got, you got Fitz mm-hmm. still. You got Hopkins. You got Kenyon Drake out of the backfield. Like, Who hasn't the, looked too good. Get the mm. ball moving. Get the ball to different players. Yeah. yeah, I think Drake does get going this week, but same like Kansas City doesn't necessarily need a identity. Okay, Kansas City knows. I mean, Kansas City has an identity. They know what they're doing, regardless if they're getting to a groove or not. I think with the Cardinals, they need an identity. They need to say, okay, mm-hmm. this is what we do a game. We throw the ball this many times a game, and then we sprinkle in the run, but we're a, we're a throw first team right. and commit to that and go to that. I don't think they should go into every – they're not like Kansas City, and they can go into every game and adjust to it right. and figure it out on the fly. That's not how they roll. So come up with an identity. I don't know what it is, Arizona, but I think it's throw first mm-hmm. and then run, hit a couple screens, get Kyler Murray out running. But figure out an identity, I think you start getting into a consistent groove. I like that because I, I think that that's better than what I said. Because I, I, I don't know if complacent is the right word, but I definitely think that they seem a little bit confused on what to do because they feel like they could do so many things. Yeah. But they need to come in like, okay, this is the game plan. This is what we're going to stick to. If it doesn't work, then maybe adjust. But don't, don't come in there saying, ah, we'll figure it out. Right. 
Right. That being said, I got Arizona. I got Arizona too. <laughs> Can't go against my boy Kyler Murray and DeAndre the Giant. Tell me this, Mike. If you saw minus twenty one there, Arizona, you still taking that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely. The <laughs> Jets. On, Jets? Have, the Jets look look so bad. I don't know how Adam Gase is still a coach. Uh, oh no, Sam God. Donald wouldn't make a difference what because him or Joe Flacco, doing? it just doesn't even look good. Um, I don't know what's going on with the Jets. I said this last night when we were doing the, 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 the gender reveal. I think Colin Kaepernick should be a quarterback in the NFL. I know I'm you know, beating a dead horse at this point, no matter how many times I say it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say it until my man got a job, and he could be the quarterback of the Jets. Okay, oh, so I'm gonna easily. bring up, I'm gonna bring up the teams as we pick these games who I think he could be the quarterback of and give them a better shot. There you go. So Colin Kaepernick, the Jets, they could start him this week. Yeah, no practice. They probably needed. would have a better, <laughs> and it would help the situation. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Rich. Oh, who'd you pick? Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, next game, uh, the Philadelphia. Eagles. As Rich would say, I'm not gonna say that okay. word. That's why I said Eagles. Okay. We're at the Steelers. The Steelers are giving seven. We'll let the steal the fan pick first. Oh, I got Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah I got Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Come on, man. Come on now. Rest I, it up. I, I, ready I think to go. Wentz gets sacked seven times. Yeah. He might not make it out of that game. He it's might be, be on bad. the sideline at halftime. This may be the game where the Eagles, in just like fans, like brain blows out of their head. Boom. Because, <laughs> and they just are like, who is this team? Because the Steelers – are going to bring the heat, bro. Mm-hmm. The defense is freshy, rest, rested up. Ready to Big go. Big Ben's shoulders feeling even better. <laughs> are they getting Deontay Johnson play. back? Yeah, Deontay okay, Johnson. Deontay Johnson Full is practice back. this week. Juju is there. The, the squad. Um, as much as we want to say that James Conner hasn't looked great, you know, the past couple games, he looked great last game. Mm-hmm. He may be getting that juice flowing a little bit now. Might have hit his groove. That team is a really good looking team who's running on all cylinders coming off a nice little bye week when they weren't expecting it but why not play a couple games get a rest and then push forward you Let's know go. so definitely they're ready the to go for sure oh yeah oh yeah implosion in philadelphia <laughs> <laughs> all right next game the rams are at the football team washington football team oh yeah <laughs> Now, the washington football team okay oh, they're getting 8 points by the way yes the washington football team is another team that Colin Kaepernick could be the quarterback of. There we go. Because Kyle Allen is not a good quarterback, and maybe Alex Smith is. And I think Alex Smith works his way back in there eventually. Well, Kaepernick took Alex Smith's spot. Remember yeah, that. Perfect. Even better. Maybe he could do he it again. In San Fran. Maybe he could do it again. For sure. But Dwayne Haskins, they just gave up on him, okay? The guy really didn't do too bad, but they just said, nah, we're done with you. And I think Ron Rivera is the t- – that's why I wanted Ron Rivera – as the coach of the Cowboys. Because he doesn't care who the quarterback is. He wants to win games. So he knows Kyle Allen, knows the scheme, knows how they run things. He doesn't want to play like a teachable moment every week, right. a, a play through the uh, mistakes with, with, with Haskins. He wants a win. I don't want to go six and whatever. If I do, then I'm going to go with my choice, right. and we'll get to that record, whatever that record looks like. And I think what you're saying is, to your point, is he's – I don't think he, because a lot of saying, a lot of people are saying Kyle Allen's his guy, blah blah blah. I think he knows what he wants to do now, and he's given an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think he's just just as quick to bench him too if he, if he doesn't perform. Hundred yeah. percent. See ya. Yep. Let Alex Smith try. Yep. Let him run out on the football field again. And if he don't work, 
Cap, Cap Nick is Nick. ready. Get him to go. <laughs> I'm going Rams. There we you go. You guys are crazy. I got Rams. Give, give I'm going eight. Washington. Why? They're getting eight points, and I think Kyle Allen's going to be a difference on that See, team. Really? I think I think it's in is at FedEx Field. Yeah. In Washington, I think Washington's going to keep this game close against McVay's boys. Yes. Hmm. I think See, Bobby Woods has a good game. I think Cooper Cup has a I'm good game. I'm not saying they're not going to win. I think Jared Goff has a good game. But I, think, I think Aaron Donald has four I see sacks. This, I, I see this being a 24-20 game. Jalen Ramsey's going to oh, lock God. people see, down. I 31-27. I forgot where I heard this, so I can't give the credit, but it was something like this, and I completely agree with it. I think we saw the, I think the Rams are a really good team, first yeah. of all. And I think we saw the worst of them last week against the Giants. Mm-hmm. I think that's the sloppiest game they probably could have played. And they still won and covered the spread. Great. So I think that this week, eight point, I think they cleaned things up. They saw some, me- uh, some mistakes that they had. They're like, all right, listen, just because we're the better team doesn't mean we can go in there and just do whatever we want. Yep. I think they cleaned it up, and I think they come out mm, 10 points at least. Yes. That'll cover it. Rich. Go and watch 27 it. 17. If, this is my game if, to catch if you. If you guys. have Terry McLaurin, McLaren, whatever how you say his name, yeah, McLaurin. On, your be- on your team, bench him. But you're crazy. Because Ramsey's going to hold him to no catches. He's their whole team. Shut down. City. Crazy. All right, over we'll there. see. And crazy. Aaron Donald, three sacks. <laughs> Here we go. Next game, the Bengals are at the Ravens. Ravens are giving 13. Go ahead, Rich. Baltimore. Baltimore. Heck no. Okay. You're crazy. <laughs> it's in Baltimore. They easily, they this easily is, get this W. Lamar's a little cover. banged up, though. He'll be all right. He's got a little knee problem. Dobbins. RJ3, RJ3 might be out there throwing. No. No? I got my man Joey Burrow with the backdoor cover. I think 13 points. They're down. Let's, I'll give you the scenario. They're down, let's say, 20. Fourth quarter, two minutes left. Drives down the field. There's a touchdown. No one cares. But there's 13 points right there. They kick it onside. Kneel out the game. Game's over. Yeah, I think that'd Bo- be a push. That's fine with me. Still a dub? No. Yo, it's not a loss. I, I, but that's that's just covering just in case they go for two right there. 13's a lot of points for a team in Cincinnati that could score points, whether it be in the beginning of the game or a slop time when Joe Burrow now could let it rip down the field to Higgins, right. who he's shown he likes, Boyd, who he likes, who knows where and A.J. Let, Green is. And they let Washington – Moved the ball a little bit last week, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, they they covered the four, they pushed the fourteen, but if, depending if you got a thirteen yeah. fourteen, they came back. They hit the back door as well. If it was seven, rich, you know what I'm saying? Something if it like was that, anything, anything seven lower, or, yeah, That's seven right. or less, I would Listen, say you okay. two are ahead of me, so I need I'll take. I understand these games that, to but catch I you. but I think the thing to look out for here is because I think Lamar's knee is okay. The first. Reason why I missed practice was an illness, wasn't feeling too good. They were saying then it was a knee. I think his knee's gonna be okay, and I think I honestly think he's fine. But I think what they need to do is they need to get back to that Raven football, handing the ball off to Ingram, handing the ball off to Dobbins, mm-hmm. run a couple little, you know, runouts with Lamar, just right. get his feet going a little bit to get that little thing going. Get Mark Andrews like, involved. Where's like, Mark Andrews been yeah. the past couple games? And then the Ravens win. Mark Andrews scored two touchdowns last week. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but it's not they're not using him like they like they did. They're not they're not pushing the ball down the field with him like they did over and over and over again last year. I feel like last year they were just a bit more creative. Yes. I feel like they they were firing, they were doing they were at their best because they were playing free, having fun, mm-hmm. 
being creative. And I feel like that this year they're just like they feel a little bit more strictly business because I feel like they have they have, they have a they have a better a higher goal in mind. They yeah. want to yeah. win playoff games. They want to win a Super Bowl. But they Bowl. also have that pressure on them too. Is the media is making them seem like right. they're the best team in the NFL. Right. That's and what I, happens, right? I agree. And I also think that Lamar, he can't deal with that yet. I think he's only 22, correct? Yeah, he's young. He's super 22, young. 22, 23? He's somewhere around there. Yeah. His play is unbelievable, but I think mental, like his mental aspect of the game isn't where it needs to be yet. When they were playing the Chiefs and they were viewed at him on the sidelines, he just looked very, like, um, aggravated. He, he, he just seemed like the, frustrated. The mo- frustrated. The yeah. moment was getting to him. And I feel like in games like that, you need to be able to control your emotions to bring your team back. And obviously he couldn't, and that's why they just – you know, he was going out and he, he was trying to make too much happen. Mm-hmm. I think he just needs to control his emotions. All this pressure is coming down the Ravens and him. So he, I think he's trying to perform more than he did last year. Instead of just being himself, going out there, playing ball, that team last year was so much fun to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. This year, I feel like they have a little bit too much pressure on them, and they're trying to make too too many things happen. Right. And they gotta get back to just having fun. Yeah. No, I, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna take the, I agree. I, I'm gonna take the Bengals because the points are just too high. Um, it's an in division game, and I, I agree 100 percent with you, Ryan. That they're just not being as creative as they were last year, and they're making Lamar throw the ball too much. They're going with the Dak Prescott way of doing this. Let's throw, let's throw, let's throw, let's throw. Get back to running the ball, Ravens, and be more creative with how you run your offense. Run, throw, hit a couple screens, a couple crossing routes with Hollywood Brown. Do something. Get things going. Yeah. I got put them little, winning by like 10. Yeah, put the little, take a little pressure off your defense. There All right, next, next game is Jacksonville at Houston. Houston's giving six. I got Jacksonville. I got the Minshew Mania. Wow, really? I got Houston... Still not sure what to do. Romeo Cannell is coming in as the interim coach. Mm-hmm. Just fired um, Bill O'Brien. And I just don't think they're mentally there. I think they are very confused of who and what they are and what to do. And Jacksonville puts up points, man. Jacksonville puts pressure on you. And I've, Texas I've been, defense is terrible. Terrible. I've been giving these gems out all week with, with James Robinson. I know he's picked up in every league. James Robinson's going to have another good week. Right. They're going to keep – Minshew's going to throw for 300 yards. They got Chark back. They, they, they're going to start pushing the ball down the field a little bit more. Houston gets rattled, man. Houston is like uh, – who's got the glass jaw in the, um, in the UFC? That you hit him and it's like, eh, there you go, here he goes. I came into Cody Garbrandt. <laughs> He's dead a Cody Garbrandt. Cody Garbrandt. Houston, Texas like is a Cody Garbrandt of the NFL. You hit that guy in the face and they're like, Whoa. they don't know <laughs> what to do after. All right. And it's game over. So Jacksonville Minshew with the platow kick to the dome. <laughs> I'm going Houston giving six. I'm going Houston as well. Okay, I got I no think that I think the Texans came. With the firing of Bill O'Brien, I think that's their scapegoat right there. Okay. I think they get it together here on out. As soon as they fire him, they're like, all right, that guy's gone, finally. Mm-hmm. Now let's, let's win let's a football do our game. Thing. Yeah, I Agreed. think that Deshaun Watson throws it all over the place. Just to add this before we move on, I don't think Bill O'Brien was a bad coach. I think Bill O'Brien was a bad GM. Agreed. And I think he was a GM and coach. They should have fired him as a GM, let him just be a coach, and move, and move forward at least to the end of this year. But they, okay. they, they, had enough. they, they went another way, so. Uh, so next game's Miami at San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 49ers are giving three and a half. I'm going 49ers. They're mm-hmm. getting Jimmy G back. They're mm-hmm. getting 
Moster back. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? They're getting Richard Sherman back, I believe, on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Debo Samuel's back after he he was back last week. Yeah. But I think you know last week they kind of sprinkled him in a little now bit. He's really back, back in the game. Yeah. I think I think he's starting to go this week with Jimmy G. I think that's huge. I picked up Debo Samuels in a mm-hmm. fantasy league. I don't know why. I don't even know why he was on the waivers. Me either. He was in the family league. No, no for Mofos. Oh wow, I picked okay. him up. In. Oh wow, interesting. interesting. So yeah, uh, he wouldn't be in the family. I could have used him. I didn't even realize that. So I picked him up, but mm-hmm. uh, 49ers. Okay, and I think the reason why he's available, Rich, in that league, if I could do some fancy talk right now, is that Debo Sam San Francisco. Um, wide receivers are just not the guys where you're like, that guy's going to get seven to eight targets a game. He can get one or he can get seven to eight, mm-hmm. uh, seven or eight. You know, it, like it, it could be very the, – the, the floor is higher than the ceiling. Is that is that can you Ceiling's can I, higher than the floor. Okay. Low floor, go. high ceiling. Yes. So they could use him a ton, but more than also, likely – He could drop a zero. Yeah. that's And that's why I think why. You know, if he's on, he, he was on a team where he would get more – where more tar- targets are available, I would like Debo Samuel a little right. bit more. But with that being said, I agree with everything you just said about why the San Francisco 49ers are going to win. I got them too. Jimmy G coming back, Mostert getting Sherman back. I think they're running the ball very well. McKinnon's been playing ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Me and Rich made a trade for um, – I got McKinnon, which was nice. Um, and we'll talk about that trade when fantasy comes in. But we both got San Francisco. I got San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. All right, the next game that uh, that's on this list is uh, the Broncos at New England. New England's giving eight. This game actually got moved to Monday night at 5 p.m. Okay. So okay. we got two Monday night games. And Cam could play. Yes. Yeah. It's weird, but they're saying he could play. If Not he, saying he will. If he does play, they're winning. If he doesn't play, they're winning. Really? In my opinion, yeah. I just think New England is good enough think with or without him to beat Denver. No Gilmore either. Yeah, I know. I just don't think – I think Denver lost way, t- way too much. And I don't like – is ripping the quarterback? They might get Drew Locke back Okay, for now, now it's a whole other story. If they get Drew Locke back, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. If they play Rippin, I don't like it. If they play Drexel – Driscoll. Is that Driscoll. his name? Driscoll. Driscoll. I like it, but – I don't know. This is I'm gonna go in New England just because I think they're gonna get Cam. That's back. one of those ones you gotta keep looking. Yeah, you gotta I'm, keep I'm checking not quite back. Sure yeah. who I want here? Because uh, as be, of right now, I'm going New England. Yeah, right. It could be Cam versus Ripken, Rip, Rip, whoever his name was. It could be. It could be Drex, Stitham, Dressel, Stanham, Lock. Yeah, there's a lot of options. It could be game. anybody. <laughs> yeah. It could be me versus yeah. Mike P. <laughs> Correct. The other there's a lot knows? of. It's three quarterbacks available for both teams. It won't be Colin Kaepernick, unfortunately. Okay, and once again, here it comes. Kaepernick. I meant to say this before. Could play for Jacksonville, in my opinion. I think Kaepernick's better than Minshew. Neither here nor there. You want to agree or disagree? Right. I forget to mention that one. I think he could play for them. Miami, I think Tua should be playing. Is what I should agree. He should be playing at this point. Now we've seen what Herbert looked like. Play Tua, and Denver is another team where I feel like Kaepernick could play for while Drew Locke is hurt. If Drew Locke is healthy, Drew Locke's the guy. Right, hundred percent the guy. But I think Kaepernick could still be in a backup role in a Denver situation. But I got New England. We all got yeah. New England. Uh, I'm gonna keep monitoring it. I got Denver right now. Okay. With no Cam Newton, I got Denver. Okay. Our next game is the Colts at the Browns. Uh, the Browns are getting two at home. Yeah, I'm going Browns. I'm going Browns. The Browns beat up my Cowboys last week. I'm going week, Colts. Man. Oh, goodness gracious. Their defense okay. is so good. It is. Very good. So and, good. And the offense is very sneaky good. As very well. sneaky. They 
they don't do too much. Yeah. I think that if they keep this to a low-scoring game, it'll frustrate the Browns. It'll frustrate mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield. They play their pound the ball. Yep. Dump it off in the flat, mm-hmm. Philip Rivers style. I think Colts can win this game. I think the Colts are like a half-court offensive basketball team. Oh, yeah. like, no we, fast breaks. We get you in the half court, we'll kill you all game. Yeah. But you start running a fast break on us, right. we're shot. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I mean I got Cleveland because I think they're hot and I think they've got some chemistry going with OBJ and Landry through a touchdown last week. Whoa. Did you see that thing? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they looked like he should be the backup quarterback. They look like the Ravens last oh, year. Oh wow. Um and I just like what they're doing. Austin Hooper's starting to get a couple touches. Um, Kareem Hunt is now the guy back there. My man go. Nick Chubba Chubb is going to be on IR for a little bit. So Kareem Hunt's going to get some angry runs in there. It's going to be – it could be deadly. It could be – It'll a, be good. Yeah, a, a really good game, man, going on here. Another toss-up. Yes. All right, next game, the Giants at Dallas. Oh, boy. Dallas is giving nine and a half. It's, it's, it's a lot of points. With a defense that gives up that many points. Right. Nine points is tough. I'm picking the Cowboys. I'm a Cowboys fan, and I think the Giants are awful. They I'm are. Ready. I'm ready to say they that are. now at this point. I've given them their chances, and I'm not going to keep doing it again and again, and it's definitely not going to come against Dallas. But they're terrible, they and are. Dallas's defense is terrible. But I think Dallas's offense is very good. Yeah, I and I just talked to a Giants fan this week, uh, Aunt Dennis's cousin, and um, he's telling me that the Giants' defense is really good, and I agree with him. I think the Giants' defense is good. I don't think they're very good. I think they're good, but they're not good enough to stop nah. a quarterback who throws for 500 yards a game agree. and a running back who could run for 200 a game if they give it to him enough. And I think Dallas's offense looks good, and I think they beat a team that sucks, and then the Definitely. narrative continues of they beat Dallas only sucks. beats yeah. teams that suck, and they lose against teams that are good. So, but I'm okay with that because then <laughs> the Eagles lose. As long as they're and, beating those guys. And the Cowboys win, and we go back into the East to, win, to you know, the lead in the East. But I got Dallas, Rich. Dallas. Oh, yeah, Dallas okay. for sure. Next game is a Sunday night game. You got the Vikings at the Seahawks. Seahawks are giving seven. I got the Vikings. I got the Vikings too. Oh. Not me. I got the Seahawks. Yeah. Lone Wolf. Oh. I, I think the Vikings – Cousins is throwing the ball well now. Jefferson's getting involved in that offense. Dealing's getting involved. They're throwing a b- Cook is being is, is running the ball very mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I think the Vikings are I could use it now to the term. I think they're finding their groove. Okay. 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 I think they are. I think they I realize like what they need to do. Cousins is playing better. Cook is running the ball well. Jefferson's getting receptions. Like I said, I'm repeating myself again, but Yeah. I'm I going think Vikings. That my my reasoning, I, I agree. I think their offense finding their groove. I think their defense it's bad, but they it's just good enough. Some. Who did they just lose on defense? Uh, was it a cornerback? No, it was one of the linemen. One of the linemen? Because I knew they were without somebody last week who's who's a defensive Dang, back, I but I don't is. know who. Hunter? No. I'll look it up. Okay. As long as it's not Hendricks, they're good. Ever He's Griffin? so good. Maybe that was, I don't know. Um, I'm going Seattle because it's in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, to me, is the favorite for MVP. Tyler Lockett is could win the receiving yards title and touchdowns for the year. Mm-hmm. DK Metcalf is playing unbelievable. He's got both of those guys on lock and load. Chris Carson is healthy. Thought he was a little banged up last week, but he showed that he was healthy. The defense is playing solid. And it's just like with a Seattle team like that playing against 
a Minnesota team who sometimes you just don't know who you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And if they get down, I don't think they can c- come back from that. So I got Seattle. See, my thing is I, that's the part I disagree on is I think their defense looks awful. I think they're letting teams like they let Miami last week mm-hmm. hang around mm-hmm. for the entirety of the game. I thought they were about to cover if it wasn't for Russ. Who was it? Um, what the heck's going on, on here? The spider, spider over here. Spider. There we go. Um, yeah, no, just long story short, I just think that with the offense getting in a groove for Minnesota, I think that seven might be too much. I think okay. three, three and a half maybe, but seven, I'll take, I'll take the points. Okay. Dang. Um, go ahead, Rich, finish this out. Monday night game, the Chargers are at the Saints. Saints are giving seven and a half. I have mm. the Saints. I Saints the, are giving or get it? Giving. Giving seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I got the Chargers. I got the Chargers too. Justin Herbert. Just a half point is the difference to me. Yeah, and I, I like I, I spreads are weird, man. Justin Herbert, I think, is the is the next really good quarterback in the NFL who's coming up this year and is gonna make a name for himself. And this is a one to make it against in a future Hall of Famer in Drew Brees. And I think Michael Thomas is coming back for the Saints. Maybe. Maybe. Even with him back, I just like them. I agree with getting the points. I like the Chargers with getting the yeah. points. So. This game might be moved, too, to L.A., I believe. Indianapolis. Indianapolis, something. Yeah, I heard because it's of the hurricane. hurricane. It might be moved to Indianapolis, but I also saw that the hurricane's starting to move a little bit more west than okay. they, they originally anticipated. So okay. that's another one you got to monitor. Yeah, but okay. that's a big influence on the game, too, you know. Yeah. Being in New Orleans, More traveling being home, too, a little bit. Traveling mm-hmm. a little bit, yeah. I'll all still right. go Saints. We'll see how it goes. We'll see who gets the pro pickums the best. We'll all be together yes. for football tomorrow, which is really cool. Excited about that. Um, Family, fantasy, football. Y'all know who our teams are. Here we go. Um, let me just give you a quick rundown here. John, Cousin John is in first. Ryan's in second. Um, Dominic is in third. Frank is in fourth. I'm in fifth. Rudy's in sixth. Pat. PH triple zero forty three yep. is is in seventh. <laughs> Eddie's in eighth. Rich is in ninth. Come on, Rich. And Quan Solo. I don't know how my team's in ninth. Pat's man. brother Joe. I think my team on, on paper looks good every week and I can't get a W. Dang. Mm-hmm. I can't. I'm putting up 150 every single See, week, and I'm playing dudes that are putting up 160. That's yeah. my favorite part about my team is that they don't look too good on paper, but they perform every week. It's unreal. That's what man. I like about my team. All right, so let's do it. Frank, you wanted Frankie's back Here in the go. background. You want to <laughs> jump on in on one of these mics to talk fantasy in the last ten seconds? Something happened to that one uh found it? Yeah, Freshy. Nice. You want no, fantasy just saying, talk or you, you want out? Oh, or you want yeah. out. I don't care. All right. No, that one uh the one mic thing. I don't know what happened to it. Well, he's just going to jump on your mic. Oh, he's going to jump on my mic? We're, yeah. we're, we're Share gonna, mic. We'll ask the questions. We're going to make out By the time mic he sets together? that thing up, our podcast is going to be right. over. Um, all right. This is what we're going to do. We're going to pick one player you, you really like. Yep. That you're very happy with continuously. Okay. Okay? One player who you need more from. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Get it going. Come on now. Get to getting. And one player who you're getting ready to fire, bench, Let's go. or trade. I'm ready for that one. That's Let's go. go. I'm ready for that <laughs> Let's one. Let's go. Rich. All right. One player you really like and you're very happy with. <laughs> one player who you need more from. Yep. And one player who you're ready to fire, bench, or trade. 
All right, let's okay. go. Keep it calm this time. I'll All keep right. it calm. So, Ryan, who's one player from your family fantasy football team that you really like? That I really like is... All right. No way you're trading him. No way anybody's getting him. You're riding it out. So, I'm a... I'm going to do a combined player okay. here. Okay. Started with McCaffrey, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's the obvious. But with him going down, the, my pickup of Mike Davis, he's been performing every week as if McCaffrey never left. Obviously, he's not putting up the potential 40 pieces like McCaffrey could, but he's putting up 20-plus a week as of someone I picked up off the waivers because my guy went down. So mm-hmm. I'm very happy Mike Davis. No one's taking him from me until McCaffrey's back. Okay. I like that. That's my guy. Rich, one I'm guy go- who – I'm going with your man, Dak Prescott. Come on. Oh, yeah. That dude's been putting up points yes. every single week for me. And I think it's going to continue. Mm-hmm. I think the way that offense is going, he's slinging the ball. And he's proven every week he could do it by foot, by throwing, whatever you need him to do, he's doing it and getting some fantasy points. Oh, so, yeah. Yes. Dak Most Prescott definitely. for me. One guy I am continuously love and I'm real good with, and I got to – I mean, I wish I can give this guy a hug, a handshake, or something. Is my boy James Robinson, man. Every <laughs> week. He started off first week with 10, second week 21 points, third week 30 points, last week 14 points. He's been in my slot. He stepped in for Derrick Henry last week. He did his thing. I'm so, so, so happy with you, James Robinson. And also give a shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to Devontae Parker, who stepped in for Juju for me last week, with Juju being out and that whole little thing that went on with the – with the Steelers-Titans game. Devontae Parker, appreciate you, bro. Stepped in, scored nice for me. I think he scored 21 for me last week, which is really nice stepping. So I'm good with two guys, man, two guys who I'm very happy with. Now, who's the one guy you need more out of on the squad? Who do you need? Like, come on. We have to get going because I drafted you kind of high because I need the points out of you. What is the deal? Well, I I have another – I'm going to be real complicated again. I'm going to okay. have another two. <laughs> That's fine. Right off the bat, to answer your question, Travis Kelsey. Okay. I need more out of Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. He's He's been putting up, you know, he put up 17 first week average. He put up a decent two, second week, 24. Mm-hmm. Then he goes right back down, 14 mm-hmm. and 10 last week. Almost yeah. lost me this, almost lost me the game. That, on the other end of that, Calvin Ridley putting up 30 plus a week. Zero last week. Mm-hmm. Um, again, almost lost me the game. I had Kelsey and Ridley left, and I forgot who I was playing. Quan Solo, I think. Mm-hmm. Only had Green Bay's defense and Harrison Butker. And I was, I think I was down five, but I was projected to win because I had two skill players. Mm-hmm. Kelsey, 10. I'm like, all good. I got Ridley. I won by 0.6 points because Ridley had zero. Dang. Crazy. That's crazy. Zero. Didn't no. even catch the ball once. That's not wow. cool. So those two guys... Mainly Travis Kelsey got to step it up for me. Um, I need more out of um, Hunter Henry. I just need more out of you, Hunter Henry. Yeah, 12 the first week, 14 the second week, 10 the third week. Not bad. But then you went with five on me in Tampa Bay. You know, I got you going Monday night against New Orleans now. Come on. Get that development um, relationship with Justin Herbert. Right. You know, don't hang out with each other after the game because it's not allowed. Nope. But hang out in the locker room. Do a little film session together. Get the buddy-buddy going on between rookie quarterback and tight end. I need Hunter Henry. I need my tight end position to step up and get me a consistent 14 to 16 points a game, at least. I like that. Rich? I'm going to be a little complicated like Ryan. Okay. I'm going to go with two Gotta guys. got to get complicated. David Johnson, I need more out of you. 
Mm-hmm. And Zach Ertz, I need you to find a damn football and catch it. Right. Oh, yeah. Come like, on. I picked him up in two leagues. Mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to trade him away to you in one <laughs> Appreciate league. Appreciate that, Rich. So, but. so, really quick, Rich and me made a trade in the Milford Mofos League. I gave Rich uh, Darren Waller and J.K. J.K. Dobbins. Dobbins, and he gave me Zach Ertz and Jared McKinnon. I like that trade. I had Nick Chubb go down in that league, so I needed to get another guy in there. Um, so hopefully that helps me out. And I don't mind having Zach Ertz. I really don't. Um, would I rather have Darren Waller? Yeah. But I gotta, you got you to gotta leave. Ertz will have got, to get going yeah, at you, some point, that, right? That's how I, I feel. Hope. But that's what we keep saying week after week after yeah. week. I think – Are our teams double-teaming him or something? Because like, he's, he's no pretty much the only – I just don't weapon. think I don't think Wentz is Wentz is getting it to him. I, I, I don't think Wentz is time. getting it to anybody. Yeah, you know, it's just like the offense is not working through the guys that they normally work through, and then allowing the which is Ertz, and then allowing the receivers to get open yeah. on the edges. You know, so and uh, before the season started, you know, you you read a lot of articles about fantasy guys, fantasy studs, fantasy bust, blah blah yeah. blah. And I saw on multiple things, people were saying that Ertz was going to be a bust this year. And I'm thinking in my mind, like, you're crazy. Like, this guy's he's, – he's a good athlete. Oh, yeah. You know what no I doubt mean? about that. But it's like – Dang, they're looking they were good. right. Like, what, what were they looking at that I wasn't? Because this dude how hasn't – How bad oh, boy. the Eagles are. I mean, I don't know how – Let's Eagles just look fans. at it real quick. Yeesh. Week Sorry, by week. Philly fans. What Ertz got? So, first week he got 10. Second week he got 9. Week 3, 14. Not bad. No. And then last week, 6. That's yeah, not no, what you, you want need, out you of need, a top four tight, tight end. end. Yeah. yeah. And Especially him. He's one of those guys, too. When you think of Kittle, Kelsey, mm-hmm. you think Waller. Andrews. Andrews, you think Hurts. Yep. yep. So, top five, top six All guys. right, we'll save yours because you're fired up for a second here. Guys who you would want who are close to being benched, mm-hmm. who you're frustrated with, and may even be traded. Who is there one of those guys for you? I'll start because it's nice and simple. No. Okay. There's nobody on my team that I have to play every week that frustrates me to no end. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it would started if you asked me this last week, two weeks ago, would have been Will Fuller. Mm-hmm. That guy will drop thirty and then he'll go missing. He's yeah. a ghost. And this year he hasn't been fighting too many injuries. Yep. He has a little tweaked his ankle here and there, but he still plays. Mm-hmm. But there was like two games where he didn't even get a target. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. He's on the sideline. But then this week he bounced back with another 22, I think mm-hmm. he had last week. So he's not my main receiver. Ridley's been doing good. DJ Chark, I got Deontay Johnson back this week. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with throwing him in the flex and as like a boomer bust type player. So there's nobody I'm that frustrated with at the okay. moment. Okay. And and not me really either, but I, I put Miles Sanders out there for the family uh, league. Like that, like a guy who maybe I'm looking to trade mm-hmm. so I could boost up my tight end spot. Um, cause I, just, I, I think I got running back so I could plug in there if I lose Miles, who I'm definitely okay with, and James Robinson, um, Mark Ingram. I picked up the running back for Cleveland who got a couple of touches after Chubb came out, to Ernest Johnson. I got him now too. So I got Swift who showed a little bit of light last week. So I'm, I was willing and I'm willing to trade Miles Sanders. I don't want to. I really like Miles Sanders, mm-hmm. but I don't know what Philadelphia's thought of Miles Sanders is, and I don't know what they're expecting out of him or what they want to do with him. Now he's projected 17 points this week in a full PPR in our league, so I would love if he got going, man. Yeah. I actually made a trade in this league too. I traded Juju um, Smith-Schuster. I traded this is with Pat. Yeah, Dalton Schultz. 
and Leonard Fournette to Pat, and I got back Adam Thielen and Mark Ingram. I'm pumped to have Adam Thielen. Yeah. I'm pumped to have Adam Thielen. Um, huge game last week, and now he joins the real squad, the Giants, and DeAndre the Giants, and, hmm. and we're going to come correct, and it's going to be trouble Here for all go. of y'all. Okay? So, um, but other than that, I don't really know. I don't really think there's a guy, so I'm very frustrated. I just need, I need guys to do their thing. So, Rich... The floor is yours, bro. And then we're going to close it out. Who are you looking to trade, bench, or who are you fired up about? I'm, I'm on the borderline of cutting this guy. You don't even and want anyone in, in he's return. He's been in my starting roster the last four weeks. Don't tell me it's A.J. Green. A.J. Green. Done. <laughs> oh. Done. I'm done with him. Yeah. I'm done saying, oh, this is I, I have to play him. It's A.J. Green. I have to play him. Week one, 10 points. Week two, five. Week three, three eight points. Last week, one point. Oh, oh my gosh! And I hit. I, he's been in my in my starting roster. Yeah, oh, that's like, tough. what am I doing? That's tough. What Rich. am I doing? I don't know. Why? Why am I believing in this guy? Say that again, Rich. He had say his. So he has again. a total of twenty five points for the year. So week one was ten. Okay. Week two was five. Week okay. three was eight. Week four was one. Okay. Let me read you something here on the other end of it. The rookie T Higgins. Yeah. Same team. Mm-hmm. Same quarterback. Mm-hmm. First week didn't play. Mm-hmm. Zero. Second week, six. Third week, 21. Mm. Fourth week, 13. Mm. And Joe Burrow loves this guy. Oh, yeah. And so Tyler, that's Boy, why AJ Tyler Green, Boyd probably got a pretty good stat line, too. A.J. Yeah. Green is about to get cut. There's actually a guy that I'm looking at on the waivers right now that I might switch out. I might do Here it live go. on the podcast Here right now. Or you, might, or you might snag up T. Higgins for me live. Maybe. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Frankie wants Zach Ertz from you yes. in this league, right? Yes. There we go. He'll get me Edelman. Oh, yeah. I but I can't do it this week because I have TJ Hawkinson on, on a buy. Okay. Uh, so you don't I, have I, I, I will do that trade. I yeah. just need I need, I need Ertz this week. Okay. Because the, the tight ends that are available right now. Nah, well, you can't play any I just guys. picked up Mo Ali Cox. The ti- I like him. The tight end from the Colts. I picked him up. I like Phillip Rivers with the tight end who used to be a former basketball player. Yeah. A la... Antonio Gates and Philip mm-hmm. Rivers. So I like where Ali Cox is going. I right. like his I feel like, trajectory. I feel like he's an anomaly. I feel like mm-hmm. he catches two, three passes a, a week, but they're all touchdowns. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> he won't he won't touch yeah. the ball until the red zone yeah. and he scores every time he Come touches on, it. Broski. I crazy. needs that. I needs that. David yeah. Njoku just came off of uh Really? Yeah. Okay. He's back. He was on IR. He was on the IR. He got 14 points week one. Wow. That's a crowded. That might be, that might a, be someone. Yeah, that's yeah, a crowded is. crew over there, you know? But I, I'm most likely going to do that trade with Frank. Like I said, I just got to wait for Hawkinson okay. to come back. But Who yeah, you, AJ Green. AJ on, Green, you Who may you be, on the, be on the waiver wire, dog. Who you guys playing this week? I'm playing Frankie. That's a Vic Deree for DeAndre the Giants. I am playing Camara Virus 2020. Johnny, who's in first Ooh. place. Need you to right. take him down for Definitely. me. I'm trying. And Ryan's playing. I'm playing Dom, I think. Portable CD. Portable CD. It's a 2-3 matchup. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm trying to move back up. I got to move up back to that top spot there. Or or second, you know, around that area. But respect to Chad is here. Good fights of UFC. My wife's going to kill me for being this long on the podcast. We're supposed to be eating dinner. Me yeah, and Ryan's supposed to be eating dinner time. soon. But oh, well. uh, respect the chat podcast, episode 104. Anything to add? No, man. Just congrats on having a son. That's all. Oh, yeah. That, man. Absolutely. Baby, P, congrats. baby boy P. Our Appreciate nephew. That, bro. Appreciate that, yes. man. So I'm it, I'm glad to join the crew of dads. Um, I'm glad I had the honor to be a dad. 
Um, big responsibility to raise a son. Mm-hmm. Big responsibility to raise a daughter too. But like, I just feel like as a man, bringing a man into this world, you want to make him be responsible and humble and loving and compassionate um, and, and, and all those things towards women, towards himself, towards other people. And um, I, I, I will do that. I promise the world I will do that. So Absolutely. it's going to be awesome, man. He will be a podcast member at some point. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. he will. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, a sports fan at some point. Imagine so. him at 20. We'll be like 50. Ye dope. Gotta I'll, get him on. I'll be <laughs> episode <laughs> episode three thousand seventy five. Right. <laughs> but anything to add, anybody? I'll give one final okay. shout out to my child. Respect the bets. Yes. All right. Go follow it on Twitter. I got you guys with the winners. Come on, let's get some followers. Let's get some more content out there for you guys. Every time there's not a podcast, there's a respect the bets tweet. Yes. Going out. Yes. Let's do it. You and every guys time do that pretty much every day. Or I do it. So right now I'm focusing on. NFL and UFC. Mm-hmm. Before all COVID, I was all I was hockey and I was college basketball. Mm-hmm. So I'll pick like two sports that I could give solid advice about and mm-hmm. that solid research. I don't try to dabble in too much and give out what I think. Yeah. I give my my favorites for mm-hmm. NFL and for UFC. Okay. Okay. So I'm about that. I'm about right. that life. There we go. And if we don't get an episode out, we'll we'll try to do a Zoom and get it on our YouTube. Yeah. But respect to chat one oh four. We out. We out. <laughs>